that's a very good point. Uh, just before Rahul, uh, you speak, I just want to say that, um, yeah, it's um, for for us to be able to understand what our values, um, most of the world or people in the world um, are not necessarily encouraged to do that. Um, and they're more encouraged to be, to conform to social norms and social values and just adopt those rather than to think for themselves and to build their own sort of beliefs or values or whatever. So we're not encouraged from childhood to, in the West, it's maybe a bit different because then it kind of the, the Western society is built on these, um, again, on, on that value that, yeah, you should be free to be able to explore yourself and understand yourself, etc. Uh, that's why the birth rate is very small. Um, and then versus the uh, versus the east, where you know you kind of have to go with the, with the flow. Um, though that's changing too, I, I believe. Um, but it's a very good. Yeah, point. but yeah. but it's true. I think uh, values really differ, and they really differ country by country, and then region by region, and then family by family. <clears throat> in some cases, you you might have more rights, and some in some cases you won't. You don't even have a will. Like things are imposed on you just because who you are. It could be because of your gender, because of your family, because of your uh, status in society. So like for those people, they can't really shape values because they don't even have uh, the privilege of doing that. The thing is what, I'm, what, what I believe is that everybody has their own values and everybody will develop them and shape them throughout their own experience. It's just that sometimes they are, people are not encouraged to explore them and actually like, I mean, these people might feel very, uh, like, very bad or, like, experience very uh, yeah. strong negative emotions exactly because of what they said, because, because of what you said, like, the fact that, that uh, certain societal norms are, like, so much pressuring them or, or the situation that they are in. And sometimes these people, they don't even understand why they are feeling so terrible because they actually don't know that this is going against some of, like, their own personal values because everything is so confining that they wouldn't even be able to explore what are their own values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And I think for me, when I answer this, uh, do values shape us or we shape values? I think when we are born, there are many things that we just take for granted, like even our name, uh, what our name is that we didn't choose ourselves, but we accept it. And several things in life that we just we just have experienced accepted them like then those values it really depends where we come from but there's a certain point in life then you you kind of shape them yourself with your experience that you have gained so i think first value shape you because you don't have a choice but at the moment when you are able to make a choice and you have the privilege of making a choice then you can shape your values and then you can make then you also discover what are your personal values because you feel comfortable with those values to do them and just giving giving an example of values in simple English, uh, values could be curiosity, uh, values could be uh, persistence, and so on. Yeah, and I actually have an example, so, like from from my own life, because of of the importance of uh, of actually trying to understand this for yourself and and how difficult it is, because I think for me, like last year was the first time where I was like actually, I was asked to do it during the course, and I'm like. Okay, let's do it then. Um, and yeah, I managed to map some. I remember that I think the top three that I put at that point were growth, uh, freedom, and contribution. Um, 
and and yeah, I was like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Seems to like kind of describe what I find important at this moment where I am with my life and and so on. Um, but but yeah, I think this is something that you know will continually keep shifting. And and I mean, just to say, top three is quite difficult because you usually have a lot of things that are important to you in life. So like for example, I also value honesty and and so on. Um, but yeah, what I discovered then, like throughout, actually, yeah, since the start of um, uh, like last last year, and then me going to university again, um, I discovered that wow, there is a part like something that's so important to me, but I haven't really been like allowing myself to really explore or put the emphasis on because I was so focused on work was connection and how how important value for me is connection and 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 creating these meaningful connections with people and i had been kind of like starving myself of it before and and i felt this huge need on like putting focus on on actually improving this area because because yeah i didn't i couldn't even map it as an important value for myself because i had been like kind of putting it to the back for for such a long time and, and that was an interesting discovery for me to make i think mm -hmm. yeah, what about you kamran do you, do you have any values <laughs> <laughs> no i'm a piece of uh... <laughs> no i of course i think we all uh, we all uh, hold a certain set of values uh, whether we consciously or unconsciously do that um and um as Sandra defined, yeah, like uh, whether you sit down and then you sort of try to do an analysis of, of your own values. Um, I, I haven't done it. Uh, I'm just too lazy uh, <laughs> to uh, spend the time on that one, um, on, on that. And yeah, I know that maybe, you know, it is important, but um, I think for me, uh, I have certain high level, uh, really sort of values that I hold and they are very generic. Uh, but again, like things like, you know, honesty and let's say curiosity, honesty, and uh, mercy, and uh, sort of uh, empathy uh, towards other people. But that that's really, even like, that's a really, really basic starting point, because just because you hold a certain value or you have one doesn't necessarily mean it will, trans it will be translated into your actions. Uh, because unfortunately, people are too complex. Uh, and then what people say, what people think, and what people do, uh, most of the time differs. Um, and so uh, in a way, values are just like really basic, basic baseline. Um, to no, I think uh, what, <clears throat> what, what Sandra meant by having personal values is that uh, when you have these values, it can direct you into having a direction in your life. And that, that's kind of your meaning of life. I mean, that's how you discover your meaning of life. When you know what are your values and Values is something that you just know because since you are doing many things, then you can just uh, jot down, write them down, and then you will see some patterns. And those are your values, and probably you will follow them later on. And when you follow them later, that that's kind of a direction that you are following in life, you know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's too broad, though. Um, I think what I understand under values, it's um, it doesn't necessarily it's it doesn't necessarily help you define your uh, your direction. Your something else maybe. Uh, setting specific goals or setting specific uh, um, direction in a way uh, they they help shape those directions but uh, they're for me they are very uh, generic uh, like when as I said when you say honesty curiosity uh, empathy these are very high level um, things and that doesn't mean that you're not going to lie or uh, go against those values so 
in a way, it's good uh, to have them. In a way, it's good to define them. They do help, but essentially, yeah. It, it... I, I actually, so, so my question. Yeah, yeah I actually on, completely Sandra. agree with you, Cameron, because uh, it's it's the first step basically. Because after that, there are so many other things that that are are more specific and can help you understand yourself better. First of them being beliefs, because like I mean, values can be also considered certain beliefs that you hold about what is what is important. Um, but yeah, especially then like kind of mapping these these empowering and limiting beliefs that are connected to your values for me this was quite useful because it explained for me sometimes why i why i behave in a certain way be it a thing that i like about myself or something that i don't like and once again i have a weird example here because uh, when i was writing down those beliefs as well there was one quote that came to my mind like this super cheesy quote but that i somehow like kind of found I, that I can connect to is that uh, in the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take. And interestingly enough, I discovered that for me, this is connected both to an empowering belief and a limiting one, because empowering belief was that like something that, yes, like uh, I, it's good to take chances and it's, it's good to, you know, do something even if you're scared and, and take those opportunities. And this is a belief that really empowered me to take like on big positions, apply for things that I uh, uh, like thought that I wouldn't get and, and so on. Uh, but also it was a limiting one because um, uh, like it's connected to this huge FOMO that I'm experiencing sometimes, like this fear of missing out. And I'm like, okay, like what if these are also opportunities and they are passing me by? And what if like I took the wrong choice and so on? So so yeah, I actually discovered that that both of these things are really kind of uh, guiding many of my my own behaviors. And then again, you can figure out strategies and set goals on how to tackle those those things. For now, though, they are doing it for now because as you, as time uh, passes, as you become older, as as um, as age comes in, um, your values will also change, your outlook will change, you will start prioritizing different things, you will start thinking differently. So in a way, it's um, all these things are constant change, and that's why for me, like it's very difficult to uh, try to point pin pin down in a way saying okay who i am who am i what i believe in and things like this uh because that's constantly changing that's uh to, today i let's say i believe that the sen having sense of direction in life is important tomorrow i start uh praying you know uh so mm -hmm. it's um it, anything anything can change and my previous life experience also showed because uh i've um i've practiced uh, quite a few religions and uh, i was really into them etc and as the time passed, uh, you know, I w went away from it. But tomorrow, you, you don't know what's going to bring, what, what tomorrow brings. Though I do agree with one thing that uh, at least you need some sort of a short-term direction, something we don't agree with Rahul on. Uh, <laughs> and maybe Rahul can... <laughs> yeah, I, I... <laughs> yeah we, we moved from values, and I think uh, you have made great points, and I agree with both of all of them, except the direction thing. Because uh, for me, it's better to have a vision uh, than a direction. A vision could be something that you are, I mean, you can't have direction because you can't really predict the future, but you can be ready for different outcomes. And that's kind of a vision that you are ready. But so for me, having a direction is kind of pointless because you can't really see the future. 
it's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. You you can have a direction and be ready for other things. It doesn't mean that direction limits you. I think um, I think having a direction, having a goal and a direction limits you just to having that. For example, if my goal is to eat a eat a vanilla ice cream, then my goal is just going to the shop eating that ice cream. If I have a vision of I don't know, I need to eat something cold, then I might try strawberry or chocolate and then see if I like that. I didn't say you couldn't change. And then vanilla. I didn't say you couldn't change your direction. Today you can have one direction. That, Tomorrow you can have a, another one. But that, just having that, that means having no direction. No, no, it if, doesn't. If you're changing it, your direction it, every. It doesn't. It doesn't. What you're saying is basically, um, uh, I have Netflix and uh, I there's one show and I will always watch one show. But I'm saying no. No, that's your, that's your direction. No. <laughs> This debate that you guys were having reminded me of something and I really need to make an, like a shout out to the coaching course that I attended because again, like it's an example Please from do. there. So yeah, thank you Growth Room for, for an amazing course. Anybody who's interested in getting familiar with coaching, I really suggest. Um, but uh, yeah, like there was, we were talking about goal setting and goals are very important in, in coaching. And uh, there was this nice example mm, on, uh, on how to, to set goals in a way that they would actually push you a bit further than, than you maybe would go otherwise. And, and the trainer made a very, very cool example on like asking us, um, first of all, like she was kind of drawing on the, a line on the, um, on the floor and it was about like, one one meter and saying like who believes that i can jump this far and you know everybody kind of raised their hands like one meter yeah i mean of course you can jump that far and then mm -hmm. you know like she does the jump and it's exactly until that line like exactly one meter and uh it's uh yeah it's just like okay cool see yeah i did it i did exactly this exactly what was my goal but then she draws another line and mm -hmm. that's like really far away like i don't know three meters or, or more and it's really something that you know maybe a normal person wouldn't very very easily jump without like this whole run to to get the speed and and she asks us then that like okay who believes that i can jump this far and well like a couple of people raise their hand mainly to like just show support but most are like eh, like well not really this seems a bit tougher to do and uh, then she says, okay, I don't believe it either, but I'm going to try. And then she like takes the leap and she doesn't really reach that line. Like there is still quite some space missing. But then she asks us, okay, but now look, like, look where I jumped before. I jumped one meter. When I was setting myself a goal to jump, jump one meter, I jumped exactly one meter. But when I set myself this goal, Yes, I didn't completely reach it, but I jumped way further than that one meter that I thought was realistic. So, so mm -hmm. this for me was, was a really nice moment and really nice realization on this setting uh, quite ambitious goals and, and maybe goals that would make you a bit scared and really give you this feeling of like, oh, I'm not so sure I can like, completely do it, but you still need to you still need to believe in it. If you don't believe in it at all, then it's also pointless. So, so yeah, I think this was an interesting kind of parallel between the points that the two of you were making, that, that on one hand, it's good to have some kind of direction, but, but 
it's also like can be limiting some sometimes and i i do agree with that point of view as well i mean every day what do you say Kamran? every day we have that um when you wake up you know you you wake up and then well, i'm not sure if i wake up tomorrow <laughs> no 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 but listen so <laughs> you say in your you need to yourself okay assuming i will wake up okay if you don't wake up it doesn't matter right you you don't wake up you're dead uh but that takes it that takes into account that anything matters what do you mean anything matters no <laughs> I, nothing matters if you yeah but let's say you have two options right uh, it's 50-50 either you're dead tomorrow morning you don't wake up or you wake up yeah. so i go to the to yeah. the other uh, part i assume you wake up right and then after you wake up yeah. you you have this uh, sort of uh, thought in your brain it's it's really subconscious and automatic but it's also based on similar principles so you're going to have breakfast right so that's certain you most likely you're going to have breakfast it's again to me life in a way if you look at it it's all about sort of probabilities and um if you look let's say at the scientific approach and all this kind of stuff we we do govern ourselves a lot based on probabilities and that's how i also look at um trying to reduce the uncertainty is to increase our understanding of what's more probable or or less probable and so for you so the goal uh, not you know subconscious goal is i'm going to have breakfast because i'm hungry because you know i don't i don't feel like dying because of hunger you know what i mean that would be really a a a bad way of dying you know like they then they will start saying ah rahul died because he drove himself into hunger right so that's not going to happen true so <laughs> you're you're going to go and you're going to say i will have breakfast and so all these small small steps right and then you can just increase it into a, a larger scale you will have let's say you'll say in the next 3 months i would like to do this or in the next 2 months and that's what you have been doing as well like with this episodes of a podcast we said why not it's interesting let's do it but we had this nine episodes or you had a goal of 200 uh, listeners which we which it surpassed or was it 100 so it's inevitable you do it subconsciously anyways it's just when you put your consciousness to it you have higher chance of achieving more things in a way or having things done uh, more under your control rather than leaving to to life and leaving to uh, just randomness and things happening which is it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing as well so i don't know if if that <clears throat> well for your well for your first part about uh, eating food or just a routine i think that's more like a survival thing that you need to eat that's why you eat you know that's like a routine that you follow that's not a direction that every morning you need to eat a breakfast sometimes i skip a breakfast it doesn't matter i eat when i want to because i need to survive that's a bodily instinct but why do you same need to survive and same with other why do you things. need to survive why huh? do you need to survive well it's it's my bodily instinct that the body needs to survive that's the whole point so so you are driven by your body in a way Yeah, aren't we all? So you're saying that you are only uh, instinctive uh, body and so, nothing I mean else. you believe there's a soul. No, 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 I didn't say soul. I didn't say soul. No, 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 I didn't say soul. Uh you could be you don't necessarily have to have a soul. You could be a complex um a complex sort of uh, being because <laughs> your brain is super complex. So a brain something we don't necessarily know yes. as much from a scientific perspective. Uh but brain is something that scientists are studying, etc., etc. So you're not just uh a physical body that uh, is acting on um, on its demands there is that i i do think that there is a layer which we're still yet to discover we don't know because also science so that's your thing you you are 
you're talking for something that doesn't happen that hasn't happened it's the same as if i say there's an afterlife but we haven't discovered yet yeah but we operate under the assumption that it's not there right for the afterlife the afterlife is something that's external to us in a way it's something that's not necessarily there but the brain is there we have that uh, under our hands and we are investigating we're learning but um to just say that i mean i can i can say like uh, my i don't have it then do i have it yeah you don't have what uh, the thing you are the thing you're saying that we haven't discovered yet well you, we have we haven't discovered how can you say you don't have it <laughs> i can't say you have it or you don't have it right um yeah i think it's getting out of uh, <laughs> it's getting too much and abstract <laughs> I, i understand yeah. but i still believe that you are doing it subconsciously whether you want it or not you are doing it uh it i think from my perspective like uh, these things that we need to do like eating drinking and stuff this uh these are several bodily instincts and that's how we are built up and that's how we survive every day we can still decide because I, I mean, there are people who are deciding you know like they still feel the hunger but they take the decision not to eat for example and people have starved themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. for example so 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 yeah yeah because it's for a reason but their body wanted it and if they don't do it they die so that means the life ends yeah, there and that's so a choice the meaning of life really ends yeah, there yeah and that's a choice as well that's that's where the the notion to end your life uh, yeah that's the choice to end your life that's where that's where the free will discussion comes in like uh, do we have the free will or not and uh, no but i still want to reply to yeah, your okay, yeah, yeah. previous statement Uh, so the first part the first part as i understood was uh, i can reply it's more survivalistic and bodily instinct and the second part as you said about this podcast i think when i started i really didn't had a plan i think i already told to sandra how i started it and i just had an idea i texted you you said yes and we started it we did plan it we planned 10 episodes but on the go we realized the 10 would be too much and we should limit by 9 because it was on the go right but we still had a basic vision that we will complete a season but we didn't know that we would reach it so i wouldn't say it's a direction but we had kind of a vision i think we we're just uh, we have maybe an issue just, of terming things of naming things and how we maybe, scope things maybe. for you the vision is uh, maybe a bit more short term but for me uh, vision is a much much larger thing and that's why if you in a corporate environment if people talk about vision they usually talk about 5 to 10 years that's what vision is and when i say sense of direction I I I usually have a time frame of a year to 3 years maximum or even less like 6 months to 3 years. Yeah, so that's why uh for me the vision when you think of vision it's a longer period of time. 